0: Hello and a big one welcome to you. Today I'm so delighted to be talking to Steph Leighton. Welcome Steph. Thank you. Hello. <laughs> and Today you're going to be talking about aware parenting with a child with a medical condition which I'm so looking forward to and I think it's such important information to, to get out and share with the world. Um, but I've been asking everyone to start off in terms of these conversations. Just if you'd like to share a little bit about your initial journey with aware parenting like what what drew you to it or what resonated um for you about it i'd love to hear
1: yeah sure um so i discovered aware parenting when i was pregnant with my first child which was pretty much seven years ago now is actually when i did the calm birth course Mm. and um i went there and then we got the booklet and i took it home and over the next week i kind of went back through the booklet to work on the exercises and then there was Um, an appendix section at the back and your essay was in the back on aware parenting so I read it and like it really resonated it was like I wanted to parent my children with like a really positive respectful approach but I didn't know if anything like that existed and then your essay fell into my lap I said to my husband oh this sounds like really good so I read him the first paragraph and he put his hand up to me and I was like there's more and he's like oh I'm sold already
0: oh, oh really <laughs> yeah Yay. so
1: so it was like such a nice moment where we we're both on the same page from the very beginning with the we're parenting and um I went and ordered all of Aletha's books um most of them and things so I um I wanted to prepare beforehand but things didn't work out that way um so I was kind of doing it as I was going and you know he was um a natural water birth, drug free and everything like that. But I had a third degree tear. And so I was separated for him for two hours afterwards. And mm. um, so it was a bit stressful. And then I internalized them. So he he cried a lot. And reading Beware Baby Is Will we Going, we eventually, you know, just um, discovered what his different cries meant. And so we got to the point where we were confident that when he was crying, it was to release his emotions because i think he found it you know his birth stressful as well um uh, like i just yeah i got to the point where i just completely trusted my son and um can i was... can i
0: just pause you as well for because i know yes a, an adult but of course yes. that's not um not necessarily known so if someone's new to aware parenting i really want to add in that we're all you're always talking about crying in arms for a baby yes. listening to feelings and being present with them well yeah they cry yes. Yeah, so yep
1: we were holding my son in our arms, like either my husband or myself. Um, And, you know, we were telling him things like he's safe and we love him and that we're listening and um, all that sort of stuff. So he was never, ever left alone to cry at all. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, eventually he let all these big feelings go. He did develop a few control patterns, like sucking his fist his whole fist in his mouth so I did have a consult with Aletha when he was about four months but that one consult fixed it um so yeah that was good and like yeah from then on you know we've, we were really comfortable with the crying part but the challenges my husband and I found was in the play because it was n- not long after that that Aletha released her attachment playbook and so we weren't gr- we didn't grow up with like playful parents I'll just like go play with your siblings yes. you know and so that was the biggest challenge for us is to respond in playful ways over a year and um, we were using aware parenting principles within our family daycare yes. um, and then I got pregnant with my second child and had um, hyperemesis which is severe morning sickness and so I was in and out of hospital and my aware parenting dreams were put on hold um, for a while and, um, and then they'll put on hold a while again when um, my second son was diagnosed with a medical condition but Aware Parenting definitely helps. Be mental, emotional. My son's medical condition is physical. He has something called neutropenia where his white blood cell count is low and he's more susceptible to bacterial infections. And when he gets a fever, he has to go straight to emergency. They need to run a full blood count, possibly give him IV antibiotics. Um, so the whole process is stressful. And we only found out incidentally when they were looking at why he, um, he was classed as failure to thrive. Like he wasn't Mm. growing at a normal rate. There's nothing wrong with like, he's just on the smaller side, but they couldn't find a biological reason why he's small. He is growing just a bit slower. Um, But so he was just over a year old when he was diagnosed with that. And that was really stressful because I'd never heard of anything like that before. mm. So, you know, I was doing all this research on, you know, blood and white blood cell counts and all that sort of stuff and then only a few weeks after he was diagnosed he got his first ever fever
0: oh really
1: yeah and so I had to take him straight to emergency and um yeah that was obviously very stressful luckily the hospital was very understanding and because he is neutropenic it means he gets in straight away like we don't have to wait in the waiting room yes. but then obviously he had to have um a cannula in his arm mm-hmm. and so in those times like it was really where parenting that got me through it because um but i'm a needle in that you know then nice. i as much as it obviously i i'm I remained strong throughout the whole thing. Generally, um, we've only ever had to stay in emergency for a few hours. There has been a time where we were—he was admitted for three days, mm. um, which was yeah hard. But I stayed with him the whole time, and mm. um, the hospital was really good because we've co-slept since he was a baby and so i was just like listen he doesn't sleep in a cot he sleeps with me and they're just like that's fine we'll just put a normal bed in there and you can sleep next to him the whole time Mm. and so um yeah as time's gone on he's he's gotten a bit more used to it because we've allowed him to release his big feelings about it each time and while it's happening and then um
0: can I, can I pull you really needing to stay calm in yourself yeah. and be that beautiful supportive anchor? And I, I love hearing all the things that you're doing. The, 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 Of course, we know these inside out, back to front, the key tenets of aware parenting, the the connection and the closeness. I love yeah. that you just were like so <laughs> key in your advocating mission, such a key part, isn't it, in yeah. terms of um, medical procedures to to be giving him that information all the time I love how you do that and mm. um and then all the listening to feelings always see him listening to his big feelings mm. around it oh, mm. I really want to acknowledge you and uh, thank you so much for sharing I'm here I'm listening thank you for sharing this with other <laughs> parents it's so
1: I'm curious they're like oh is it gonna hurt or what are they gonna do and so you know I'm very honest about it. I'm just like oh well you've got to fever so what they're going to do is they're just going to look in your ears they're going to look in your throat that doesn't hurt at all you just have to hold very still or other times it might be a blood test I'm like you know there will be a little sting in your arm and it will hurt and just so when it happens they they know what's going to happen um and so yeah that that's just kind of how I've always done everything because I value honesty and yes. um so I I like being honest with my kids about you know what's happened Uh, yeah so as time's gone on we've gotten like you know used to it and then because obviously I have to put my emotions aside why it's happening I've found that you know listening partnerships are really helpful for me and that's because all the medical staff like oh you're so calm when you do this and that's only because I know that there'll be a point where and so I think that's how aware parenting also helps parents in situations with a child with a medical condition is that you know when it is stressful it's you know you can be strong for your child you don't have to break down in front of them you just do it in a different situation with a with another adult so your child doesn't feel your stressful energy um which just adds to theirs and it just makes the whole situation worse and then it affects their immune system which you know might already be low
0: um
1: And so, you know, as well as, um, you know, releasing the emotions in the moment, we do do a lot of play and we do do a lot of preparing, which it goes back to that, um, being informative about them. So, you know, my um, older son has had his tonsils and adenoids removed and, you know, so we did a lot of role playing with that, with, you know, gas we can like got a little mask to pretend to be a gas mask and we're just like, this is what they're going to do. And it's just going to feel like you're falling asleep. And, um, and so he was really interested in that. And so we role played games where like we'd switch roles where like someone would be the anesthetist, someone would be the surgeon, someone would be the patient and just so he understood what was happening. So then on the day he did feel nervous but he knew what was going to happen. And we're just like, you know, you yes. can trust the medical staff. They're going to do the best they can for you. And when you wake up, you know, it'll just feel like you just fell asleep. And that's based on our own, my husband's and my own experience of what anesthetic is like, you know, we're just like, you'll go to sleep and then, you know, next second you wake up. And so he felt really calm and confident going into that. Like, I guess, um, as opposed to if we didn't, prepare him for what was happening if we just rocked up to hospital and go
0: you
1: know this is what's happening today (laughs) um and we do the same with my younger son who has the medical condition as well um and he loves playing hospital games he's also come up with you know, hospital games where he'll just randomly come up to me or my husband and say, Let's play doctors. <laughs> and he'll get us to lie down where he's the doctor and we're the patient. Yes. And um, he'll ask us, Oh, what's wrong? And we'll say, Oh, I don't know. They're like, Oh, my elbow hurt. Oh, my tummy hurts. I don't know what happened. Or, Oh, my toe hurts. And then he'll look at our toe and he'll go, Oh, that needs a band aid. Or he'll look at our tummy and he'll go, oh I think I need to cut you open let me put you to sleep first and so he's like they're both dealing with all these big um concepts in like a playful way and so my husband like try and bring the laughter like when you know we go to sleep we like go to sleep and let them do whatever they want and then they poke us to wake us up and we like wake up with a start and you know that gets that they find that hilarious and then they're just like, Oh, I think I need to put you back asleep again, just so you know, they can wake us up again yes. um, just to get the <laughs> laughter going. And so that really helps like before and also after them to, you know, comprehend, you know, what's going on. And, um, and we also do um, power reversal games because there was an incident with um, my older son last year where, he was um, cutting up cardboard and he cut the tip of his pinky off oh, it, yeah, the tip of his nail and a chunk out of his finger. And he came to me and he's like, oh, I cut my finger with the scissors. And I'm like, oh, okay, let me have a look. And I had a look and I'm like, I was like, oh, you cut a chunk out. And I'm, and I'm like, okay, I need to remain calm. Here. I'm, just <laughs> like, ha- I'm just like, okay, <laughs> let's go to the first aid kit. We'll put some gauze on there. And I wrapped it up. And, um, that night it still hadn't stopped bleeding. And I, so I rewrapped it that next morning. It still hadn't stopped bleeding. So I had to take him to the doctors and they had to use, um, silver nitrate to seal it. And cause he was so distraught about it hurting and it was so painful. And the silver nitrate only made it worse. They actually wrapped him up in a sheet mm. and like had to pin him down because he's, he was six at the time. So he was quite strong. Um, and there was only one nurse and one doctor there cause it was just at our normal doctor's surgery. It wasn't at the hospital or anything. Um, and so with that came a lot of feelings of powerlessness because, mm. you know, he was pinned down against his will in a really mm. stressful situation. And so oh, wow. afterwards,
0: my once heart he goes said, out to you and to him. Mm, mm,
1: yeah. Um, it was very stressful for him and, you know, I just sat next to him why this was all going on going, um, is you, you're safe. I'm here. I'm right here, and I know it's. I know it's hurting, and I know you feel scared. But I'm right here with you, and I'm not going to let anything bad happen to you. The doctors and nurses are doing the best they can, and I'm right here. And so I just kept repeating that, so he knew he wasn't alone. And sometimes he was able to just focus on my presence as, instead of like purely the pain. Mm-hmm. And um, so once he was better, we he he's a rough play fan. So I've had to learn to love rough play, which was uh-huh. <laughs> a challenge for me. Yeah. Um so yeah, we did a lot of power reversal games and things where, you know, we got him to pin us down and, you know, we were the ones acting helpless and, you know, he was the strong one and, you know, with pillow fights and wrestling and um, you know, there was a game that I really liked when I read um Lawrence Cohn's Playful Parenting where Um, you try and get let your kid get to the lounge and you do put a little bit of resistance so they have to work for it. And he's into aliens and spaceships. So he added the element where the lounge was a spaceship and he was going to steal my spaceship and fly away. And and so, you know, I put in a little bit of resistance, but, you know, ultimately I let him win and then he'd fly away with my um, spaceship and I'd be really angry and upset about it. And so he... He, um, you know, was his behaviour was a bit aggressive after these incidences because he felt so powerless and, you know, he wanted to counteract that with feeling powerful. And so the more we worked with him to um, counteract those feelings with power reversal games, the more his behaviour went back to, you know, he was back to his normal self where he was calm and thoughtful and he didn't have these big feelings he was grappling with.
0: Oh, I so celebrate all that you've done for me. <laughs> so gorgeous. I love how articulately you explain it all. So, so easy to, to understand and take in. Really oh, thank it. you. Mm.
1: Yeah. So, um. yeah, I guess, you know, if you do have a child with a medical condition, um, obviously each one medical condition has different needs whether you know physical is a little bit different to mental but i think you know the main points are to you know be very empathetic as to what the child is going through. like see what's happening to them through their eyes so you can see how scary it will be for them and i think that makes you um be more empathetic like show more empathy which is what they really need they need empathy they need nurturing they need love they need to know that you're there through these really scary powerless moments in their life and so you know in the moment to allow them to you know cry about it and afterwards and beforehand when you you know you're trying to prepare them they'll feel scared and so they might start crying a bit more going oh no i don't want i don't want to do that i don't want to go to the dentist i don't want to go to the doctor it's really scary it's gonna hurt and so you just allow them to release those emotions as it's happening and you know incorporating play and you know you can gen, you can tell when it's a play moment or a cry moment um because if you try to incorporate play when the emotions are too big yes. they they just don't go with it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's like a lot of resistance there yeah they, they become like aggressive or withdrawn um and so you're like oh no, okay this is a moment where you have to release big feelings through like raging or crying yes. um which you know all as, um, for those new to work parenting, you know, it release stress hormones like cortisol, you know, through the sweat and through the tears. And it's um, your body's natural mechanism to heal. Just like, you know, going to the toilet is a natural thing. So he's crying. <laughs> um, and so that's what I really loved about aware parenting is to me, it just made so much sense. Like it had the science behind it, but I really value the relationship part of it and the emotional part and just like how it's a really holistic approach to um like your well-being and as a parent and your well-being as a parent-child relationship and it just and you can just kind of um bring it to any aspect of your life it doesn't have to be in parenting. It's really, um, more of a lifestyle.
0: Yes. (laughs)
1: Um, which is something we discovered when we, my husband and I did our family daycare, like, you know, um, we even did this type of stuff with the kids in our care. You know, we did have a little girl who, um, had to get her tonsils out. And I said to her, mum, mom, would you like us to, you know, help prepare her for this? And she's like, oh that would be fantastic and i was just <laughs> like okay so you know um within our family daycare setting we did a lot of role play on you know going to the hospital and things like that and with the other kids as well um because obviously even though they weren't having the procedure they do have to go to the doctors and the dentists and have similar things done so we had like a lot of fun with that and so she was really prepared and then um and Ever she felt nervous or scared about it, you know. We just sat with her and said, "We're here. You're scared. You don't know what's going to happen." And I'm like, "We, f- I feel scared when I don't know what's going to happen, and I have to have a procedure." But you know, you're going to be safe, and your mommy and daddy will be there, and we're here for you as well, and we'll be here when you're all better. Mm. And so, I, and and it made it like it go a lot smoother. And we we loved bringing the aware parenting principles, and a lot of parents don't know what aware parenting is, but and so we never like told the term aware parenting. We're just, you know, we'd be like, oh, we accept, you know, all child's emotions. We, you know, we sit with them, we nurture them. Like, you know, they can be angry and that's okay. They can cry and that's okay. And they'll never do it alone. And we mm-hmm. like to, you know, and so parents came to us and like, we had a wait list and we're always fully booked. And, <laughs> yeah, and I remember this one late lady came with her daughter who wow. was, I think 18 months old at the time. And she came and she's like, um, I just want to tell you, honestly, I'm quite stressed. I need to find another care arrangement for my daughter. Cause the current one, the um, educator just can't handle her crying. And like, I'm like, she's like, my daughter cries a lot. And the educators are just getting really stressed out about all her crying. And I'm just like, oh crying is welcome here (laughs) (laughs) and so um she did have separation anxiety and that's one of the things I noticed when her mom was talking to me about her daughter and so for the first few times she was dropped off she did cry a lot and so you know I just sat with her the whole time saying I know you miss mommy she'll be back soon but you're safe here and I'm here and you know she'd release all those emotions and then um she'd be fine for the rest of the day and it gradually got less and less crying because she got to the point where she realized she could trust us and that we would, we would accept all parts of her and she'd released all the previous stress from her old care arrangements where they didn't allow her to release her emotions. And so, um, yeah, she was just, by the like a couple of weeks later she was like a completely different child and her mom's like what did you do and i just like we just listened
0: mm.
1: we just listened and it was that it's that simple sometimes you just yeah. listen oh mm.
0: so wonderful <laughs> yeah I, I, I love hearing that and i remember when you were doing that all the Mm It's so beautiful to not only be offering that to your children but to to Mm. other children out there as well. You originally had a plan as well Were you going to share Aware Parenting Mm -hmm. with more um, uh, childcare, educators, daycare folk. Is that still kind of a little bit in there in your...
1: Yeah, it's a a little bit in there, although um, I kind of went off on a, a slight tangent because as we were doing family daycare I realized all these parents were also coming with um, like, you know, concerns about their kids and, you know, they'll just, you know, about sleep or um, about behavior and all this type of stuff. And they're like really stressed about it. And they're just like, you know, I, I want to kind of do this at home, but I feel really stressed and everything. And I just realized that um, like, Mums and dads they don't have that support like to be able to release their own emotions, so it's much more difficult for them to accept their own child's emotional releases, especially because you know they're so big and um and powerful, and it can really take you aback if you're not like used to it and so that's why I kind of went off on a a slight tangent and thought, You know what I think parents really need support um and, you know, a lot of those parents are educators and teachers, so it's like I'm kind of, you know, addressing two issues in the one because if I can, you know, help mums feel really nurtured and bring aware parenting principles to mum in, like, you know, kind of like a circle environment, then they can go home and do this, feel more confident about doing the same things with their kids because when they're in these, like, because my business is mum's sacred circle. So when they're in these circles, they feel that nurture, they feel that deep listening and they realize, oh, if I feel this good about it and I feel this connected about it, then my children will be. And so they bring aware parenting to their homes because they know how it feels like for them. And, So that was my whole idea with like going off on this slight tangent and that's not to say I wouldn't go back to education, but Mm. I just felt that there was like a stronger need for parents to experience aware parenting for themselves as a way to helping their own kids with it
0: yeah oh yeah i 'm so with you, and so love what you 're doing and um, that that 's another beautiful segue i 'm wondering if you want to share for those who've listened who want to find out more about what you do and again, I really love how you, how you express everything, and I imagine everyone 's like, "Oh, I want to find out more. How can people find out more about your work and what you 're doing and, and what what offerings have you got on at the moment
1: uh, yeah, so um my website is mamassacredcircle.com and Mamas is M-A-M-A-S. Um, I've gone kind of with the traditional spelling. I know there's an American spelling and an Australian spelling, but I've kind of gone with the traditional one. Yes. Um, and so yeah, I have a website and then I've also got Instagram and Facebook, which is just Mama's Sacred Circle and um I've gotten to the point where I'm going to start running aware parenting workshops this year, and we're going to start doing um, weekly circles, um, just like kind of like a general one where it doesn't matter how many kids you have, if you're a first-time mum or whether you're new to aware parenting, you can just come along. And the idea is um, that it's just a safe, sacred space where all other mums hold space for you. Like there's no av- advice giving without your permission. It's just a place where you can be yourself you can be fully accepted and um you can just yeah feel really nurtured and there's also going to be an aware parenting circle for those parents you know specifically wanting you know to learn a bit more about aware parenting and um yeah a little bit more focus on that i mean eventually i want to run a few different circles and there'll be regular ones and then there'll be ones where it's just themed like it might be like a four or five week kind of like a course where you know it might be on self-love and things like that just really things to nourish you so then you can go back to your children and your families feeling like your cup's overflowing because when you feel in that state that your cup's overflowing like you just spread that to everyone to your family and like everyone thrives from that like it really goes back to like parents like have this capacity to really affect not just their families, but their friends and then the community. And it's like a ripple, like a pebble in a pond. Like it just ripples outwards. And that's like the whole premise behind my business um, is to really make mums particularly, not to isolate dads. I love you dads, but um, to really make mums feel like they have a space to go where they can just be themselves because mums are like overworked, they're overstressed, you know, you shouldn't do this, you should do this and they get it from every aspect of their life and it just becomes too much. And so it's, I guess, about realigning back to, you know, what they want from their life and what they want for their children and I think they can become a lot more clear on that when they're not emotionally burdened as well um Mm. so yeah that's that's what I'm doing at the Mm. moment and um it's it's been a long time coming like I trademarked mama's sacred circle back in 2016 before I got pregnant with my second son and got really by pregnancy sickness um and yeah so it's gotten to the point where I'm actually able to put it out in the community instead of it just being like an online kind of place where you go for information and things like that um and so at the moment it is based in toowoomba um but i am organizing online circles as well so it doesn't matter where you are in the world um as long as you can get, you know, like shut yourself in a room for like an hour. Nice. Um, when your kids are asleep, you can have the capacity to, you know, to feel, um, obviously it'll feel a little bit different to being in person, but it's still like, it's better than nothing. Cause then you can still connect with all these other moms, you know, around the world and feel like you have a safe space to, um, to, you know, express yourself and to feel accepted and to not feel judged. Like that was really important to me. Um, especially after going to mother's groups with my first son, like I always felt um, that other mums were secretly judging other mums. Like you could just tell by their body language that, you know, there was this, this facade about smiling and everything, but like I could really feel that people weren't comfortable with certain choices that others were making. And this is about, it doesn't matter what choice you're making. It's really about, it's about you and it's about releasing your emotions and about accepting yourself. And the best way you can accept yourself is to see that we're all in the same boat and um, we accept you. So you, it's easier to accept yourself.
0: Mm. oh i love it i love your passion for it i love <laughs> the, that the whole sense of that osmosis isn't it from the from the circle to the to the individual mum, and then mm. that the kind of naturalness of them going out to to the children oh, so wonderful i yeah. i really um yeah feeling excited and delighted hearing your, <laughs> these next steps that you that you're going to be taking oh thank you ah any last um thing that you would like to share for those who are listening any like uh, you know where parenting key invitation or
1: um i guess when it comes to aware parenting i mean obviously there's many people in the community who are familiar with it but i guess if you're new to it you know um it can be a bit daunting I guess and overwhelming because it, it is very different to the paradigm we're used to in society um, but I think it's just really about trusting yourself you know like you might think oh but I wasn't raised this way or oh, but that person is doing it differently I think it's really about trusting yourself and if you feel like something clicks with you when you read some aspects of aware parenting just go with it because it doesn't matter what other people think it's about you and your child and you know I've been in public where my children are having meltdowns and everything and you know I'm just like if you're safe I'm here and they could be just crying in the trolley I'm like you're safe it's, it's okay to cry and I think that educates other people because you're really calm mm. in the fact that your child's having a tantrum mm. and people like look at first like oh I don't know what's going on there but then they see you and you're like so calm and present and in the moment that they're like hmm, this, this seems to be working. Yes. And um, yes, yeah, so I think just really trust yourself and, you know, don't worry about what other people think. And if there's a spark about something, just go with it. And Aletha has written amazing books and you have amazing courses. I've done a lot of your courses. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, just, yeah, just go with it and just trust yourself and trust your children as well that they know how they need to heal.
0: Mm. oh i love that and i've got tingles that you finish mm-hmm. with that as well It's like tr- trust yourself and trust your children yes mm. so gorgeous
1: mm. oh
0: steph thank you so much for sharing uh, I'm, I'm i love listening to you and um, i'm sure everyone listening is going away with a lot from today so thank you thank you lovely and so much love oh, to you
1: thank you so much <laughs> <laughs>